Welcome back to Table Time with Angie and David Huey. I am uh, David Huey, Senior Pastor at Hope Community Church in Maryville, Tennessee. And hi, I'm Angie Huey, Kids Pastor at Two Rivers Church in Lenore City, Tennessee. So um, it's been a little bit longer than what we had planned to get this uh, next episode out, but we've been on quite the adventure. We, um, If you follow us on social media, you probably... Uh, saw a thousand pictures, but Angie and I went to Scotland for two weeks, starting June 1st, and um, we want to talk to you today a little bit about uh, traveling together, and um, also where we saw God at work, where we saw Jesus in our experiences there, and how we kept him front and center, right? There were plenty of opportunities for where and how we saw Jesus, but also how we could be Jesus to others. Mm. So our adventure, and it was quite the adventure, it was literally planes, trains, and automobiles, and airports. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> uh, two days before we were supposed to leave, we were supposed to leave on June 1st, we were packing all of our bags. Now, we live in Knoxville, Tennessee. As David said, we were trying to get to Edinburgh, Scotland. Yes. Mm -hmm. Now our vacation was booked because I am very, very, very much, very, very much a type A personality. I booked our trip back in August. No lie, August. So two days before we were supposed to leave, we got a text from the airline. I will not name names of airlines. However, we were supposed to originally fly from Knoxville, to Washington, D.C., to Newark, to Edinburgh. Two days before we were supposed to leave, I got a text from the airline that said, your flight to Washington, D.C. has been canceled because of weather. Mm -hmm. To which I said to David, Huey, how in the world could our flight <laughs> to Washington, right. D.C. already be canceled due to weather? Right. So I didn't panic which is also unlike me. And we ended up getting an uh, email from the airline that they rebooked our flight and they were rerouting us from Knoxville to Denver, Colorado, mm -hmm. to Newark, to Edinburgh. Edinburgh, right. So we, uh, the, we made the flight um, from Knoxville to Denver without an issue. We had... Um, do we have any delay from Denver? I don't think we no. did. We went from Denver to um, to Newark, and when we got to Newark, our flight um, to Edinburgh was initially delayed. So uh, we actually found that out coming in, which I don't know about you, so Angie is a type A and a planner. I'm a worrier. So um, when we have a a layover that is an hour or less, I get very concerned that we're going to miss our connecting flight we're gonna to have to run through the airport you know whatever um kind of like in home alone you know when when they're running you know all down the the um uh the airport uh, concourse there so the delay did not bother me it actually made me happy that uh that was our reality but when we got there the delay extended to another delay and another delay we finally got on the plane we got on the tarmac and 
it was there that the flight was canceled at the last minute because of a mechanical problem. We were brought back to the gate and deplaned and basically told to go to customer service. <laughs> so. <laughs> so literally we all go to customer service. Leela is trying to say hi. She's breathing heavily in the microphone. That's her. It's not either David or I. This is real life. So we all go to customer service and there are literally lines and lines and lines of people standing in line to get flights rebooked because we were not the only one in Newark that our flight got canceled. Right. That's correct. Um, so we were standing in line, standing in line, probably for more than an hour and a half, we were standing in line. We were two away from the ticket person and she looks up and says, my shift is over and walks away. Mm -hmm. Walks yeah. away. Right. And there were gobs of people waiting to get their flights yeah. rebooked. And at that point, we had gotten, or Angie had gotten a, a text from the airline that we had been rescheduled for a flight the next day. Because, you know, flights going to Europe are typically leaving in the afternoon. Um, so or that, evening. Or the evening, right. So that you can sleep on the plane, and by the time you get there, it's morning over there or early day over there. And then you can, you know, um, kind of adjust a little bit easier to the whole jet lag thing. So... The next flight out of Edinburgh, out to Edinburgh, was the next afternoon. Uh, there was no one to provide us with a hotel voucher. We were told there weren't any hotel rooms. So we basically went back. Did we go back through security? It's all kind no, of... No, that oh, was that, on the way back home. Okay, so then we... Um, but wait, the flight was not to Edinburgh. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. They. Uh, I'm sorry, folks. This has all been like a, a bad dream that I, I woke from. But so we got put on um, a flight to uh, Frankfurt, Germany. Germany. Frankfurt, Germany. So Angie and I can say that we've been to Germany together. Um, we get to Frankfurt, and then they put us on a, on another airline. Don't want to say the name um, to get from. Frankfurt to uh, Edinburgh after a, what was it, like a four-hour oh, delay, four yeah, or five-hour delay at, in Germany. So, I mean, we're just worn out. We're supposed to get to Edinburgh on a Thursday morning, and we got there on a Friday afternoon, afternoon slash evening. It was dinner yeah. time, and we were exhausted. And then on top of all that, our luggage was lost, and so we lost our luggage for three days. So... Um, rather than to keep going into all the horrid details of the travel, I guess what we first wanted to talk about was um, how do you maintain your, your calm, your cool um, when you're traveling together? And, um, you know, what, what is, how do we prevent um, fights from coming up, arguments and that sort of thing? Because we didn't fight. I mean... Uh, I got snippy one time. And, and, yeah, and I got a little irritated at one point, which is, you know, that's just human nature. But I, we did not fight uh, mm -hmm. at all. And um, so uh, I would say that that is, um, first and foremost, that that is kind of normal for us that we, we don't tend to be the type that, that argue anyway a lot. 
Um, so I guess we have that working in our favor, but also keeping our attention on um, God and on, on his goodness and his, his covering and his grace. And um, just trying to remember that um, being exhausted and, and, and you know being uh, without our luggage, without any of our clothes, all of your prescription medication was in a checked bag, which uh, we didn't have for three days. We learned um, our lesson. So, we don't need emails, yeah, texts, yeah. and DMs. Please. We I mean, know you what can, we did wrong. You can email us, but not for that. We, we did learn our lesson. But anyway, so, um, so yeah, so the, there were things that easily could have completely caused us a spiral. But let's be honest, we're, we're sitting on the balcony of a very nice hotel in Edinburgh, Scotland, and... It could have been a lot worse. It could have been. And I love what David alluded to, like how we kept our eyes fixed on Jesus through, can we just say really first world problems? Yeah, we were We were getting Mm -hmm. to go on a dream vacation for my sabbatical. Thank you to Rivers Church and elders. Mm -hmm. And yes, we lost our luggage for three days. All of our clothes, we had been in the same clothes for... Three days. Yeah. All of our checked medication. And for those of you that know me, I have a myriad of health issues. And we truly thank Jesus that I didn't have any really bad flare ups or issues no. without having my medication. Yeah. And I mean, so that was we a were, prayer thing right away. Yeah. We were able to reach out to people, ask people to pray, and they found our, our luggage and. I'm just so thankful for God's provision that we were able to at least go shopping and yes. get some clean clothes. Mm-hmm. And the hotel was super kind when we got in and they're like, here's some deodorant, here's some razors. I mean, they probably gave us deodorant because we smelled because we were in the same clothes for three did. days. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, even I had bad hair and I'm bald. So, but uh, uh, there was one, this was a, um, uh, a God moment. Um, to me, especially, oh, um, this was huge. I'm a I'm a type one diabetic. For those of you that don't know, so um, so I wear this um, glucose monitor on my arm that that constantly lets me know if my blood sugars are running too high, if they're running too low, and you know that way I can adapt. I can take more insulin, which I did have with me, by the way. I never travel without carrying my insulin on me, but um, so I had that. But these sensors only last for 10 days. And so the, the deadline was coming up to change the sensor and the spare sensor was in the checked bag. So in desperation, I got on social media, I got on Facebook and there's a, a user's group there. And I got on there, I explained the situation. I had probably 200 people tell me, always take all your stuff with you. I got it, okay, <laughs> we, we got it. But um, one, very, very kind woman who lived um, in a village not far from Edinburgh had extras and she refused to take any money. I'm a total stranger. Um, as it turns out, the village that she lives in is the village that my grandfather was born and raised in, um, who I'm named after. And um, she drove from there, from Kirkcaldy, uh, to Edinburgh because she's familiar with the area, she works there, all that sort of thing, and brought me um, a spare sensor. Now these aren't cheap here in America. I know their health system's a little different over there, but, but what an amazing 
reminder to me that that God can use so many different people to you know to love on each other to support each other to help each other and and uh, that was just that was answered prayer first and foremost because I wasn't sure how I was even going to navigate controlling my diabetes without it um, because I think my my backup glucose meter was also in the check package yeah so so that was our first where we saw God moment so one other thing that I was very worried about I was taking some worry off of David because I was worried about us having to do the COVID test oh, yes. Uh-huh. Yes. in which to come back mm-hmm. and um, those of you that know me you know I love my essential oils I'm not plugging any essential oils so from the minute we got onto the plane we were popping Zyrtec popping vitamin C and zinc See, and I had mm-hmm. my thieves roller out like you know all over me all over David anytime we got onto whether it was plane train uber whatever mm-hmm. doing all of the things he goes why are you so worried i said hun because if we get stuck and we test positive we have to stay in scotland for an additional 10 days yes mm-hmm. and so i didn't tell david that i you know yes we were praying that the tests were negative and all of the things but i was also praying that the government would drop the COVID testing in which to come back yeah the and cdc yeah mm-hmm. yeah Two days before we were set to come home, the government dropped the CDC testing of having to get COVID tested in which to come back. So that was just an amazing, sweet gift from God that we did not have to navigate and stress about all of that. It was. Yeah. And and the luggage did show up um, after three days, which was also answered prayer. Angie spent hours on the phone with the two airlines that were involved to figure out who had the luggage. Where was it? How could we get it? We had one domestic airline here in the States inform us that if our luggage was still here in America, they could not ship it overseas to us, even though it was ours, because that was against federal regulation. So the whole time I was pacing the (laughs) hotel room, just praying, just praying uh, under my breath and just saying, God, please, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to be selfish, but just, you know, Please, this is so important, so important, and um, and then we got the you got the claim opened with the with the airline. We got notice that they found our luggage. Um, we had to go back to the airport to get the luggage. That was fun, um, but uh, yeah, we did after three days, and and so that was answered prayer as well. Um, but while we were while we were in Scotland, there were moments that we saw God outside of the disaster mm. of getting there and coming back. Um, the bus ride. Yeah. So talk about the bus ride, bus ride what happened there. So. so we found out that David actually had a cousin and an aunt in Scotland. And we were taking a bus ride, again, literally, planes, trains, and automobiles. So we were taking a bus ride mm-hmm. to go and meet his cousin and yes. his aunt. Mm-hmm. And... Most everything over there was contactless payment, Mm -hmm. except for some of the buses. So this sweet young lady gets on at a bus stop and she tried to pay for her bus fare with her card. Mm -hmm. And for whatever reason, 
the bus fare was just a little bit too much over what her card or what the card reader would allow to take payment for. And she had no cash. And instead of everybody getting like super frustrated with her, like, come on, we're all trying to get to our, our destination. People literally started pulling money out of their purses, their wallets uh -huh. to help her get her bus fare paid. Yeah. And I just, I was like, oh my goodness, the kindness yeah. and the Jesus in that to help out this complete stranger mm -hmm. with to be able to get her bus fare to where she needed to go. Yeah. I mean, a, a whole busload of total strangers and everybody was just immediately chipping in with this mentality of you need help and I will help you. Um, so yeah, that, that was where we, uh, we saw God there. Um, I'm trying to, there, there was another moment. Oh, well, we, we ran into a family that, um, was actually from here. <laughs> yes. While we were in a little village called Portree, we were waiting outside of a restaurant and we heard somebody talking with a Tennessee accent and we recognized it right away. And turns out they they live not too far from us, maybe half an hour. And, uh, that was kind of neat too, and be able to share um, just a moment and, and talk with each other. Um, but I, I think one of the one of the most impressionable moments for me, and I think for you too, was our adventure back <laughs> here to America was long and convoluted as well. Um, we had our first flight, we had our flight from Edinburgh delayed leaving Edinburgh to get to uh, Dulles, Washington, D.C. So the airline was kind enough to say, well, you're never going to make your connecting flight. As I just mentioned, that's, that's a stress issue for me. So if you can book ground transportation from Dulles to Ronald Reagan Airport, you can get on this other flight and it will get you to Knoxville. So that's what we did. So we landed, we collected our luggage, we got on an Uber that took about 35 minutes to get to this other airport. We got checked in, went through security, did all of that sort of thing. And um, then our flight was delayed, 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 canceled. <laughs> and again, we found ourselves in this um, long customer service line. Two and a half hours this time. Yeah. Um, and, and just trying to weigh out all these different options. But along the way, met, and I don't want to say formed friendships, but formed... Com camaraderie? Yes, that's a great word. Camaraderie with, with all these people that were all trying to just get somewhere. And um, we met this, this uh, young couple. They had an infant with them. They'd been in the, um, in the airport already for like 18 hours. They did not have access to their luggage. They did not have any spare diapers for the baby. And um, the airline was not releasing the luggage. And so as frustrating as this all was for us, um, I found that our hearts were saying we need to be praying for them. Mm -hmm. And so the next day, um, you know, all of us after were spending on, the night in the airport after, yeah, sleeping again. on the floor in the airport again. We're all at this terminal waiting on this Knoxville flight and we're all on standby. And the standby list is very long. Uh, we were number five and number six, I think, on that one. But the young couple got the, got the tickets. And I, I remember watching the husband just sort of jumping for joy 
they had actually gotten access to their luggage, they had gotten the diapers, they had gotten uh, a flight home, they were so relieved and just so exhausted. And while we were disappointed for half a second, the, the Jesus moment was, you should be so happy for them because you know, we're, we're not at that point in our lives where, you know, we have to worry about an infant or anything. So, um, uh, it was so much more flexible for us at that moment. And well, and I actually went up and said, Oh my goodness, I'm so happy you get to go home. And yeah. the look of shock on his face of, <laughs> yeah. but I took your seat. I said, I know, but you get to go home. Right. We'll make it there eventually. Sure, sure we will. We, we were already across the Atlantic. We had family that were like, we'll drive, we'll come get you, you know, whatever. Um, but uh, fortunately it didn't come to that. We, um, God um, awarded us, uh, you know, uh, the tickets on the next standby we were on. And uh, you went right up to the desk and <laughs> started talking to the ticket agent and she comes back crying uh, tears of joy you know we're because again we were supposed to get home on a thursday night and here it was friday we we got home friday evening and um uh, yeah that's that's about all of it it was a haze but um yeah so uh, you know we wanted to kind of share the adventure with you um partially as an explanation for why there's been a bit of a delay. We saw amazing things. We saw, we get to experience um, wonderful moments um, in a foreign country that oftentimes I was like watching people interact with each other. And even when I didn't understand the language, I understood what was going on because it's universal. Mm -hmm. And we, we kept, we sort of started saying that to each other. It's universal, you know, parents with their children, husbands and wives, uh, families traveling together. And, and it was a wonderful experience. Um, I don't know that I want to get on an airplane anytime soon or go to an airport again, but, uh, but it was a wonderful experience. And I think in a nutshell, um, a, a relationship with Jesus just changes your focus about everything. It doesn't make life perfect, as he promised. You know, in this world, you will have tribulation, but oh, big whoop, you know, tribulation going to, a, you know, Scotland for two weeks. But we got to meet and interact and uh, talk with so many people. We got to go see some beautiful houses of worship while we were there and all of that. But it's, it's really where your focus is. It's just like your relationship with each other it's where your where your focus is where's the third member you know in your relationship so and i'm not saying this to sound like a humble brag or oh look at the pastors and what they're doing but we were also very intentional for each morning to get up and still make sure that we did our quote unquote table time. Sometimes yes. it was mm -hmm. around the hotel desk or right. you know, at breakfast. <laughs> it was at one but, little tiny table in the yes. hotel room. Yeah. But so. we still made sure that we spent time in prayer and in scripture mm -hmm. to set the mood right for the day. And I would not be truthful if I didn't say those first couple of days that it wasn't hard. It was hard. Yeah. To um, get up and be thankful mm -hmm. and to spend time in God's word when we were stressed and worried over medication and clothes and all of that. But 
I feel like if we hadn't taken that time to make sure that we were in God's word and set our minds right for that morning and for that day and fixed our eyes on him first and foremost, our worry and stress and fret could have gotten really ahead of us. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Very much so. Very much. And, um, just, this is, um, just a nickel's worth of free advice to any married couple that's listening and you're traveling. If one of you is a, I want to go on vacation, I want to lay on the beach and do nothing for three days kind of person. And the other one is a go, 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 go. Let's have adventures until we collapse to where we get home. We need a vacation from our vacation kind of person. Um, just embrace the other person's um, style, find a middle ground and recognize that at some point um, you need to take a break for the one that, that wants to just relax. And the one that wants to relax, you need to take a break from relaxing and go see some amazing things and meet some amazing people. So I, I think both benefit that way. Yeah? Are you pointing fingers at me? Not pointing fingers at me. <laughs> There were breaks. You guys probably could figure out who's who in that scenario that he was referring to. But no, there were breaks, but, but yes. it's taken us it's taken us years. <laughs> 24 years. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> of, of, of traveling together to not only um, figure out each other's cues, but also to um, learn to appreciate. Mm -hmm. You know, um, we spent, there was one day that we spent, uh, because of the rain, we spent the whole day in the Airbnb. I read a whole book. I read two books while we yeah. were on this vacation. Yeah. And uh, I napped well. I napped like a professional. So, but yeah. So that's that's our Scotland adventure. Um, uh, I promise the, the next episode won't be as um, long and waiting to get out. Thank you for those of you that have asked. And um, please feel free to write in. Remember the email address is tabletimepodcast.com at gmail.com I'm pretty sure that's right or tabletimepod at gmail.com you don't know she's looking at me like uh, you made that up no <laughs> I didn't make it up um, well it, you created the email I did I created the email but I've slept since then so um, but but yes it's uh, it's tabletimepod at gmail.com so send us an email and um, we will you know we look forward to hearing from you and if you have any suggestions about what you would like us to talk about um a little behind the scenes thing. Um, Angie and I are both getting ramped up for vacation Bible school at our respective churches. So the stress level is a little higher than normal today. And also the, um, uh, the rest level is going to be a little bit higher after VBS. But we may talk about that. Mm -hmm. We may talk about that uh, in, the, in the coming uh, weeks or whenever the next episode drops. Yeah. Yes. So like, rate, review, share all the things. And thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. And we will talk to you all soon. God bless. Mm -hmm.